before you say these bitches are so unprofessional, you have to know that we are in the middle of a heat wave here in Los Angeles. 107. Even worse, Kyle lives in the valley where it's several degrees hotter. It's literally two degrees hotter. Chill. Two is several. Okay. Um, So deal with it. We're sorry, but like it's so hot. Yeah, we'll try to edit it out. If not, we're doing this to survive. (laughs) Like we have to podcast, <laughs> podcast I together. The fan, but <laughs> I was like, despite the heat. Taylor, what did we do last night? Um, we went to see a movie in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It's called I. I want to say Cinespia, but it's I do Cinespia. too. It's Cinespia. So, like the founder said it right, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we've been doing that wrong this whole time. But what movie did we see? Um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. My favorite was, of the Harry Potter movies. It's not my favorite, but I forgot how good it was. It's so good. And it was like enhanced by the fact that all of these Harry Potter nerds came out and were watching it uh-huh. and cheering and like Robert Pattinson was on screen. Uh-huh. And, yeah. They came dressed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw In costumes. Robes. The way it was 90 degrees at like 11 p.m. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. I had the worst stomach ache. Why? Because I ate cookies and fruit snacks for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And a jar of cheese. <laughs> Literally when it comes a to jar. Snacks, I'm gonna eat them. But Rosie made pumpkin juice, which was lit. It was really good. Yeah. I feel like that would be good with, like, um, if it was warm too. Oh yeah, like we want so badly for it to be fall, but it is not a fall. It's nothing weather. of the sort. It's simply nothing <laughs> of the sort. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't bring a jacket. Like it's gonna be cold when the sun goes down because like LA is a desert. Like it gets kind of chillier cold, at night. Yeah. We're complaining about 60 degree weather. (laughs) Okay, but like, you get it. You get it, LA people. But it was still like 80 degrees at like 11 p.m. It was was shocking. It's supposed to be this hot until next weekend. And I could cry. I don't know. The way my air conditioning in my car doesn't work. So what do you do? I sweat. Suffer? I have to ride with the windows down. No, it's, it's awful. It's actually awful. Um, I asked for a personal fan at work. Mm-hmm. So when I'm working on like the customer side, I have constant air on me. That's nice. Because otherwise I will be very unhappy. Mm-hmm. They obliged. So it was nice. Good. Um, but Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is so fucking lit. I forgot the like how scary the scene is with Voldemort. Voldy. With Voldy. I love fucking Fleur Delacour. Bad bitch. I oh, love yeah, Victor yeah. Crumb. He's hot. <laughs> He's got a peanut head. Robert Pattinson. Uh-huh. Iconic in that movie. Sure. It I I love the like I love the 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 plot. I love the the like to the tournament like framing device. It's so good. It's so satisfying. I told Taylor I'm not like I've read the books. I know a shocking amount of detail about Harry Potter. Yeah. But I don't own any Harry Potter paraphernalia. Uh-huh. I've never owned a robe. I don't own a wand. I do own a wand. <laughs> Listen, hear me out. It was for a, like a photo shoot. Shut up. You did a Harry Potter up. themed It was photo not shoot? Harry Potter themed. Okay. But there was magic involved. It was not purchased from Universal Studios. <laughs> it's an offbeat. Shut up. Anyways, the people that came out, like they're Harry Potter nerds. Yeah. Like full robes. A person pulled out a full fucking Marauder's map. Damn. People came dressed in costume. And I was saying, we all get lumped together. Yeah. And I can't be 28 years old and love Harry Potter openly. I've got too many things stacked against me. It's just such a millennial thing. I'm, I'm hiding in shame. Like it's, it's I do fun. love it and I do watch it every year, but it's a tradition. It's a tradition. You gotta have traditions, Taylor. I read all the books as a kid mm-hmm. and like I've seen all the movies, of but course. I like it's been, I feel like, years since I've gone back to rewatch a full like Harry Potter movie from start to finish. It's good. Like right after Halloween or, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's, Harry, Harry Potter is my pumpkin spice latte. It totally is. Because it's like, <laughs> it starts with them like going back to school. Uh-huh. And it's like, ooh, fall. Like. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes me back because we grew up with these children. We did. Mm, look at them now. They're rich and successful. And Good for them. <laughs> and Daniel Radcliffe came to the coffee shop and he did. drank so much milk. <laughs> God. <laughs> like six lattes in a day. And then had a premiere to go to, just (laughs) shitting his pants. (laughs) I hope he's well. I know. Do you want to get this episode started? Let's get it started.
everybody. My name is Taylor. My name is Kai. And welcome back to another episode of No, no Follow Up questions. questions. The show where we talk about the booms, the bangs, and the blunders of living through your 20s. We are on episode. <laughs> we are on episode 37. Wow. Season 7. Still going strong. Still still kicking. We're about to hit a year in November. That's yeah. a couple months away. Wow. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Isn't that weird? That's Austin Powers. Um, Beyonce deserves an Oscar. <laughs> do you feel like over the past, you know, several months, like, do you feel like you've grown, you've learned? With relation to the podcast or just yeah, in, like as has, a person? Like for me, like. I feel like listening back to myself talk has been like very eye opening. It it well to me our first episode feels like last week to me. Mm. It feels so close still. Mm-hmm. But I will go back and listen every once in a while and I'm like I don't even agree with myself anymore. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird to have it cataloged yeah. and to, to to feel like I've progressed past things. Uh-huh. It's not that I fully misrepresented myself. It's like that's where I was then. Mm-hmm. I just I'm imagining those maybe people that aren't our friends, but that have listened all the way through and maybe they don't exist yet, but they will at one point. One, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Two, you're really getting like a, a journal entry every week. You For real. It is curated. Like we're not spilling everything, but I have admitted some things into this. <laughs> I've said some things. I really have. My sister's now following us. Oh my gosh, cool. And my like stepmom. I'm just like, y'all need to look away. I don't think any of my family members know the name of my podcast and I want to keep it that way. No, but strangers on Hinge are finding finding out that I'm a podcaster. Okay, so so I like re-downloaded Hinge because I was like, like, (laughs) I go through phases because my previous phase was like, I like, I just need to focus on myself. Like I just need to love, like learn how to love myself and then I'll start dating. And then I was like, why can't I like have a full life and not like yeah. deny myself parts of being a human? Yeah. Like just cause I want to punish myself. Um, so I, you know, remade, remade my little hinge. And one of my prompts was, it's like um, my most irrational fear is you finding my podcast. <laughs> Ballad. And then some, <laughs> guy responded with i have so many follow-up questions no nope. i was like uh, yeah and the like the follow-up questions like were like it was capitalized, capitalized. properly yeah so he like kn- like he, he knows knew that, the, that you had a name but i'm like i don't have my last name on my profile i don't have my instagram so like this man like went through a few steps to find me yeah. find the name of the podcast and i was like we're actually not doing that whatsoever. So I immediately X'd him out. I was like, we're not, this is not happening. That's like, so spooky. It really freaked me out. Can you? Like, I know that I can stalk pretty much anybody. I'll find you. Sure. I will find you. Even if you have like your, your first Taylor's not about using LinkedIn to look people up. LinkedIn is the best tool to look people sure. up. Um, <laughs> He's going it, through a, a digital phone book to find It did like weird me out. And I, I feel like it's like, the the layers of intimacy like first base sex second base first base i'm just joking (laughs) second base is like meeting my friends third base is meeting my family fourth base is Is learning you have a learning the the mm. name of my podcast (laughs) and then fifth base is i have to kill you now (laughs) you know fifth base is (laughs) we get divorced like but yeah so if you are a man from hinge listening to this Sorry. Quit now. Like, quit <laughs> while you're ahead. Quit while you still think I'm like, oh, this is this bitch is hot. Like, I. <laughs> she is hot, but she me. also has a podcast. They equal each other. They cancel out. Get the fuck away. <laughs> Your romantic interest. Stop listening. Oh, um, we had a conversation before we started this podcast yeah. that we like. The understanding is the thing we put on the internet. Anything we put on doesn't belong to us anymore. It belongs to you. Yeah, internet. that's true. Um, but it is still shocking that people can see and comprehend that we yeah. exist. 1000%. I hate it. I hate being perceived. I, one of my worst, like the things that I hate the most about being a human being is like other <laughs> people having an idea of me. Mm. And I feel like I've spoken before about my lack of like, not object permanence, but like self permanence. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that like other people will like think about me when I'm not there. Right. So it's weird to me. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I guess this is like, a, it's a very like cognitive dissonance because I'm like. Well, also doing this. Sorry to talk about a podcast while doing a podcast, but like it feels meta. like a lot of it feels like we're commodifying our experiences in a way. We're not actually making any money off of this at this point, but like in that regard, it is really weird to to experience that, mm-hmm. to be like, I'm willingly putting my my inner thoughts online and and saying, just have them do what you will with them. I can't wait for the day when someone starts taking our shit out of context and, and we got canceled and saying like Kai hates gays and you can say that. Kai, Kai hates gays. <laughs> I have a thought starter for us. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I was thinking the other day about me driving over Laurel Canyon with no air conditioning. I was Oof. like deep in thought about it started as like applying to jobs and like what am I good at? What are, what are, what are my things at the end of the day? Like, what can I say? Kaivana's good at this. And I've always felt for like most of my life that I, I didn't have one or two things that were like my thing. I wasn't a a star athlete. I wasn't like, um, uh, super funny and, and like had that kind of following. I didn't have tons of girlfriends in, in school. I was just like a guy that was like moderately good at a bunch of different things. Mm. And I had all of this somewhat surface level knowledge. And this is going into college at this point, like surface level knowledge about so many different things yeah. to the point where I auditioned and made it through a few interviews for Jeopardy one time. Whoa. Literally like Wait, I didn't know that. That's surface cool. level random facts. And I love it. It's super mm-hmm. fun. But that in comparison to like, there are some people still, but especially in like older generations where you have this deep knowledge about a few things. Mm. And I'm, I was weighing it up in my head over in a, in, in a world that I could control, which would I prefer? Hmm. And like I know having sur- like, like surface level knowledge about a lot of different topics mm-hmm. or very deep knowledge deta- about yeah. only a couple. I think having <clears throat> surface level knowledge of a lot of different topics shows that you're very curious and like a lot of things interest you, which I think is a great quality. And I think that that will like take you pretty far in terms of making connections with a lot of different people Mm. because more likely than not, one of your interests will overlap. But I feel like having the deep connections, like, it might happen for you rarely, but when you meet somebody else with that same deep interest, like right. it's immediate. Like I recently like made a new friend and we like, I'm obsessed with reality TV. It's my job. Like right. it's what I love. Like it's my, it's, it's just like the, my like, you know, leisure time is watching fucking Jersey Shore again. And I connected with this girl and like, I knew that she liked reality TV. So, but like everything that I would say, like she would match it. And like, I mentioned this, like this, what I think is an like obscure, like recap podcast. And she was like, I listened to them. And then we were like talking about like the real housewives. We were talking about like Vanderpump Rules. We were talking about all like this shit. And and we were like at a bar, like just yelling at each (laughs) other about like fucking Lisa Vanderpump. And it was so fun. Like just have that, immediate deep connection with somebody but I think like both are good in in different ways and I think like it's cool to have like a lot of varied interests but then like maybe one or two that you're like really really into. which I think I is think, probably really accurate to what's really happening yeah because like you know the saying like the 10,000 hours thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> you need 10,000 hours in something to be an expert in it mm-hmm. which I broke it down one time like 10,000 hours is I don't know if it was exactly or like roughly not including weekends or something like that. It's like five ish years Wow. Okay. to be a quote unquote expert in something. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about the things that I have dedicated myself to for five years. Yeah. There are definitely a few things that like fit that. Mm-hmm. Like I've been shooting photography. I've been editing this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like I can make coffee really well. Mm-hmm. Like I certainly have some deep knowledge, but I was looking at like, this is an artist who only draws in pencil and they've been doing yeah. it and they're making these huge elaborate detailed works. And I'm like, it feels like olden times when like you, ha- you go mm. to like a blacksmith to get metal yes. tools and you'll go to like More a, specialized. like a ceramicist to get to art, art like pots and stuff like mm-hmm. that. 
or a chef that can cook and it's like that is really really aspirational yeah i look at that i'm like i wish i don't know what would you want to devote more time to either oh in my current or in my or fantasy like, world <laughs> i want to know fantasy if money world wasn't an object world. i'd be like a florist or a ceramicist oh my gosh yeah that'd be so fun in real life like this kind of leads us into what we were talking about mm-hmm. before the podcast we were talking about creative outlets mm-hmm. taylor noticed i have a, a thing on my on a little post-it note on my desk labeled high thoughts mm-hmm. and i had one of, it's like a little short story idea um and this is just a, a little anecdote i was like i have all of these interests in my brain like mm-hmm. i want to sew clothes i want to make focaccia bread i want to like there's a few things that i want to try and get good at yeah and one of them is writing and shooting little stories mm-hmm. i've also not done it ever mm-hmm. And I think I've all I've always put stuff off like that because there's all these other creative interests that I'm already doing. Mm. And I don't want to overload myself and not give it a fair try. But I think that's just an excuse. So in the future, I feel like I just need to like just try some new shit. Yeah. Um, I also think like the things that are going to stick are going to to suck at it. Oh, absolutely. To just like or to try it and then be like, I actually don't like this or like. I was really into embroidery in like 2020 because I had nothing else to do. And like I got good at it. And I was like, I would like, I was like, Lexi, let me embroider your jeans. Lexi's my little sister. Or like I made like really elaborate like scenes or whatever, like for my friends. Mm. And I was just like very into it. But then I like, you know, kind of have not done it since then. How but do you like, feel about that? I mean, it's something it I would quote unquote like to, to do more but to just like give yourself permission to put something down and pick it back up or like put it down for a while okay you know i think there's this weird feeling that i have where it's like i don't want to try something like not do it anymore or do i have to if i pick up sewing am i gonna put down something else yeah i think because there's only so much time in a day but just because you you know want to bake focaccia bread you don't have to make it every single weekend for the rest of your life sure no (laughs) which is not realistic in the first place and the truth is i can and will change my mind at all times yeah and i I think the good thing about like a creative or fun hobby or interest is like it really can just be like whatever sparks your interest Mm -hmm. in that moment like as soon as you start it starts to feel like i don't know like an obligation or and there's some discipline obviously connected to keeping yourself on task or like you know that you're going to enjoy it so like you do have to like sit down and like pick up you know your sewing machine versus like being on tiktok for another hour like Mm -hmm. but i think what's most helpful for me when i'm following something creative is just tapping into that state of flow yeah and like connecting to my creativity and imagination and like Mm. however i get there it doesn't really matter right oh interesting you know i heard a quote the other day it was from Oh, what's his name? Vonnegut? Okay, sure. Um, he was writing to children. And he was like, um, write a poem. It's not to show anyone. Oh, Don't yeah. show it. As soon as you've written it, rip it up. And that mm-hmm. will have grown your soul, the act of doing it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which is tapping into that idea of the art of creating is the most important thing. It doesn't matter how you're doing it. And mm-hmm. so if you can get there, get there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's so true. Because I think about like, the things that I love doing that I don't do anymore. Mm. I used to be a YouTuber. I used to be a YouTuber. I used to make YouTube videos. The ones that are out there, you can see, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. They're up there because I like them. But like, I don't do that anymore. It's just not where I'm at anymore. Mm-hmm. There's going to come a day, hopefully far in the future, where we're not podcasters anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But well, you know, is it like we won't have wasted this time? No, absolutely you know? not. This feels really good now and it's not about being in the moment. It's it's like it's we're going to move on to other things that mm-hmm. excite us just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it's it's building it's it's building our like sense of creativity. Mm. And this is also like being so disciplined with a creative project, like in collaboration with another person. That is huge. Right. Like and that I feel like is rare. And there is a lot of I'll call it left brain stuff associated with this, mm-hmm. but it still does feel very creative. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still having to tap into an imagination to keep mm-hmm. a conversation going or find a topic or mm-hmm. do a fucking TikTok at three. 
but it's like it's it's still fun like yeah. it's still absolutely fun because we're still creating yeah yeah but like okay so just just do something like do something do creative. Fine. Do something creative. I'm going to creatively not die of heat stroke this week. <laughs> Find <laughs> creative ways not to perish. <laughs> um, you have pop culture this week, right? I do. Okay. So. I'm scared. I feel like the the, the world was abuzz um, when Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with his girlfriend, Camilla Marone. Who's Camilla? How old is she? Okay. So <laughs> the gag is. Leonardo DiCaprio famously like never dates women who are over the age of 25. Mm-hmm. So even as he has gotten older, the age of his girlfriends have stayed the He's, same. Yeah. The and gap between them is growing larger every day. So like clockwork, this bitch Camilla turned 25 this summer and whoop. That's she, really gross. She's out of the picture now, but they've been together for like four years. That's really <laughs> four <laughs> years. Yeah. She was a baby. Right. So she start, they started dating when he was in, and he's 47, mind mm. you. So he's over 20 years older. He's my parents' her. age. That's like my stepdad dating you. No, thank you. I would. I'm sure he's a lovely man. <laughs> so that got me thinking, because um, I'm, I'm coming on, coming upon 25, I'm turning sure 25 are. at the end of the month. But I feel like a baby. <laughs> like I feel... Mm. So there are times that I feel like very old, but I'm like, I'm so young. Like my brain is like barely developing. Like we're, my frontal lobe is like just completing. It's shiny. It's new. It's so shiny. It's so <laughs> new. Um, and the amount of like growth that happens in your early 20s. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was a fucking idiot at 21 even. And I'm sure I'll look back at th- at 25 when I'm 30 and be like, I was a fucking idiot when I was 25. And this this brings me to the, the controversial topic of age gaps. Because okay. I feel like, okay, consenting adults, that's great. Whatever you want to do is fine. However, I'm like, what do you, as a, a man in your late 40s, sure. what do you have in common with a woman in her early 20s? Maybe mentally, maturity-wise, he is still there. Mm-hmm. Um. And maybe he has nothing in common, but they he likes her body. I can't put myself in those shoes because I look at someone two years younger than me and be like, you're, you're out. Yeah. That's a little a bit of an exaggeration, but like there is a clear threshold for me mm-hmm. where it's like, I do not see you as a, as someone that I could potentially be interested in. Yeah. Like I would never date somebody who was still in college like mm-hmm. doing their undergrad i mean it would be different if they were like you know had taken years off and then came back to complete it but like i wouldn't date someone who was like 22 right even though they're like a couple of years right, younger right. Than me. there's a big difference between big that difference. stage in your life it, it's it's the difference and yeah it is the difference in where you are in your life mm-hmm. and maybe where this is like a a product of what we're told but i i have a feeling that as you get older maybe that divide feels a little less severe yeah i'm like sure a 30 year old to a 40 year old for example totally. might feel a little more yeah similar mm-hmm. but they started dating when she was 21 like w- literally what's going on there yeah <laughs> and maybe i think that you can say something about like class difference because i feel like a lot of you know your early 20s are like you have your first apartment or like you uh, you know, are like having your first jobs. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're like a famous model or actress already, like you feel a bit more established. Sure. But when you're at that age, like you're still like wanting to hang out with your friends and go out and party. And like, it's it would be very odd to find, a, you know, a 22 year old who's like, has their shit together mm. in that way. Maybe he is dating her or them, the young women, to feel young. Maybe. Maybe he's like terrified of growing older. I, it sure. feels weird. It feels like I'm trying to justify why it feels. But I'm just genuinely trying to be like, well, like, well, what do you see in these people? Like, what about the young gravy and Addison's mom? Y- right. What if it's switched and it's a, a older woman? But I'm, I'm, I, I come back to the same exact thing because mm-hmm. it's like, young gravy's in his twenties. And he's dating a woman who has her own kids who are that age or maybe only slightly younger. Like, what do you have in common with her? Not that she's not 
beautiful. Not that she's not fun or like. How does she not feel like she has another kid to take care of? Totally. Do you know what I mean? But like, and maybe this is the same thing for her is like she wants to maybe recapture some of the youth that she like didn't get to have. Right. Or like, you know, she's post-divorce being like, I just well, want to have someone that is like head over heels. Like that Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. That's like you are the, the sexiest thing in front of like that I can see right now. That must feel nice. Yeah. But I... I don't know. And it must be so nice for, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio to have some like 22 year old being like, wow, you're like such a good actor. I, I, I love Titanic. Like you are so I do so love Titanic. Good. <laughs> Titanic. Oh Titanic. Romeo plus Juliet was like so romantic. I forgot about that. That's a good movie. Do you remember The Revenant? My ash cheeks were clenched Revenant. the whole movie for two and a half hours. God, you're in The Wolf of Wall Street. That movie's problematic. I kind of like it, sure. oh. um, it's It would be a different thing, though, if he was just, like, repeatedly, like, hooking up with women in their early 20s. Sure. Sure, but sure. he's, like, having... He has multi-year relationships right, right, right. with women that expire when they turn 25. Which is... It's weird. It's weird. And to know that everyone in the world knows that you do that, mm-hmm. but to, then to still do it... It's gross. Because if, if your relationship is like a surface level relationship of like, okay, we are hooking up or like we just like to go out to fancy dinners, like whatever, you can sustain that for, I would say, maybe a few months. But mm-hmm. like at a certain point, like how do you do that for like years? How do you justify like I'm going to stay with him knowing this has an expiration date? Well, because you probably think you're the exception if you're that woman. Delusion. Because when you're in is your early delusion 20s. delusion or are you just a child? <sighs> You're I, you're just a child, of course. That's the age a lot of people find their first love. Yeah. Damn. Uh, and that's like, oh, that makes me kind of sad because yeah. then your first love is like, oh, you were with someone who was just kind of like using you because you were young. It makes me sad. But then I remember rich people can afford therapy. So true. <laughs> rich people have problems too. <laughs> Tell me about him as Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> I love pretending that you are like, affluent with a capital a it's so funny because it's like even just the sl- like slightly more income like i feel <laughs> so rich but then it's like one but like one big purchase like mm-hmm. will cripple me <laughs> like my car getting busted Fi- getting plus fired. having to buy a new phone mm-hmm. like plus like the trip that i took to visit allison in dc mm-hmm. like those big purchases have like crippled me <laughs> Tight, tight, yeah. Tight. I'm like I'm like no Uber Eats this month. I uh, <laughs> I am going on a like a week long trip at the end of September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, conveniently during uh, mine Rosie's birthday weekend, but it's you're fine. working on your birthday. I'm not. Why am I? What did you say? I'm sorry. The the correct response is I'm so sorry. I'm missing your birthday. <laughs> what did you say? I said you're working on your birthday anyway. Which is stupid. Okay. But not the whole weekend before, which is you're also missing. I'm back on Wednesday. What are we going to do on Wednesday? Whatever you want. Okay, whatever. It's your birthday. We'll talk about this off the air. (laughs) Are we fighting? Yeah. What was I talking about just now? You were talking about the bachelorette trip that you were going on. Oh, I'm going to a bachelorette party. The cat's out of the bag. Um, No, but what am I saying? I'm trying to relate to you. Money. Oh, that it's like a big purchase? Yeah, yeah. That is, it's... It's not only money that I'm spending, it's money that I'm not earning. So true. Because you think I have vacation time for a full week? LOL. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just like working my ass off this whole month to to make it work. Because if not, I'm moving out of LA. Do you know what I mean? I mean, right. <laughs> it's expensive here. Yeah. I'm investing in myself. That's... Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to be like, you go, Taylor. I'm like, who? Her? I'm investing in her? <laughs> So I guess like all I want to say to Leonardo DiCaprio is you missed your fucking chance with me and that's on you. That's a little too late. You actually have two weeks left. So <laughs> I have two weeks left. You have two weeks left until you're 25. I don't want to talk about it. I do. We'll talk about it later. Taylor's you can listen. birthday episode. <laughs> Maybe. A huge spiral. Halfway through my 20s. I was just thinking about this the other day because Uh-oh. like... <sighs> I have so much to do before I'm 30. Such as? Give me like three bullet oh points. God. Well, it's just like I have to 
get my career on track. Sure. You've already started that though. But I have to like, like I have to be between the point where I'm now and the point where I want to be. It's like, I have to get multiple promotions. (laughs) I have to, um, I have to find someone to date. I have to be in a, a better housing situation. Okay. I have to become hotter. Sure. I have to like become like I just there's so much that I have to do. Like in the but I'm like in the next like five like ten five to ten years uh-huh. I could like be married I could have kids like I you could have will. a house like I could like if you want. Well, I do want, but it's like I ha- I have to get my ass in gear. You don't. It'll come to you if it's not for you. I don't subscribe to that. I'm like, if I want something, I have to fucking grab it by the scruff of the neck, <laughs> wrestle it down. It sounds hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Taylor, can you introduce uh, season seven's theme for us? Okay. So I this- know we said we weren't going to do themes, but <laughs> Taylor came in with a bright idea today. <clears throat> Sorry. So our theme is going to be eras. I feel like you've heard us talk about different eras that we're in. Such as? I'm, I'm not talking about a historical era. I'm talking <laughs> the about... The Baroque era. <laughs> right. I'm talking more about like like, like a phase in your life. Like sure. I'm going through like my broke era. Sure. My celibacy era. My slut era. My slut era. My flop era. My flop era. My slay era. Sure. There are so many different eras that you can be in. So we're going to explore some of them this season. We are. And this is a loose enough theme that we can talk about whatever we what want. I, which we were going to do anyway. <laughs> but have like maybe a funny title a or funny something. title. So what era are we talking about today, Kyle? Today we're going to talk all about our growing up and being an adult era. Mm-hmm. Our taxpayer era. Our taxpayer era. Our, our paperwork era. Our purchases ad- mm-hmm. era. Our, our responsible bedtime era. Responsible era. Our yeah. taking care of ourselves era. Big boy purchases era. Our growing up era. Yeah. Um, Self-reflection, healing, blah, 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 blah. So in connected to those adulthood eras is making adult purchases. Yeah. And I feel like I've, I've mentioned a few reasons why I'm broke. <laughs> now I'm exaggerating. But like having to be like, okay, I'm going to set aside money for therapy. Mm. I'm not going to like buy new clothes. I'm not going to like buy like a like new stuff for my house i'm gonna buy time to work on my brain like that was a financial decision that felt very adult mm-hmm. to me i do you so we talked a long time ago about money mm-hmm. do you budget i mean okay <laughs> or do you like have a savings account i do have a savings account. do you or have you ever either used a tool to or done it manually like set aside a specific amount of money until you reach a goal and to buy something i like i've I've never actually like written it down i kind of have a vague idea of like i I should probably actually be more specific about it but i have like an idea of how much income i'm making every month and i you know subtract you know subtract rent right and then like a, a vague idea of like how much other things cost and i put like almost everything on my credit card okay and it's like, okay, like if I, I have to keep it under like this you number. You have a, a threshold that you just right. don't cross. Got. And like obviously sometimes I go over and I have recently had to like pull some money out of my savings account like because I do have more um, things to pay for and like just shit that goes wrong. Like having to buy a new phone, right. having to like fix the car, fix the car yeah. has been like quite the hit. So I'm trying not to beat myself up about that. Every once in a while I'll start. Cause I have a very, like, we talked a lot a long time ago about budgeting. <clears throat> My, I finally figured out a system that isn't as cumbersome mm. and like OCD. Prone. Oh yeah. Your insane Excel. Spreadsheet. My Excel sheet was nuts. Crazy. And I was proud of the, the construction of it. Yeah. But I, I looked back and I was like, what have I created? <laughs> I use like a more automated system now and it, it does work. What do you use? It's called, it's mint. It's through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Into it. But it has a feature and I know like Chase has a feature as well. And I'm sure other banks do too, that you can set aside essentially a section of one of your accounts. Mm -hmm. It's like I'll use Mint, for example, it can look at the number in my savings account and I can say, I want this percentage to go towards a new, a new computer or Mm. like home furnishings or fixing my car. Like I can set aside goals for that have a savings goal my first time doing that was when i got my first job i worked at starbucks when i was 17 hey. 
and I was about to go off to college mm -hmm. and I needed a laptop. And so I made up mm -hmm. in my mind, I want this laptop. It's going to serve me for these purposes. I'm going to get it. It was at the time, like, I want to say $2,500. And so Big I- Big for like a 17 year old. Well, first job, minimum yeah, wage. I was purchase. saving and saving and saving. And I remember I got, I like was 90% of the goal. Mm. And someone in my family was like, I need to borrow money. Mm. And so I let them borrow the money. And eventually got it, but like that was the first time that I really saved a lot of money to buy something for my adult self. Mm -hmm. It felt good. Yeah. And it's also good to look at your bank account and be like, that's a lot of money right there. Yeah. Like I've worked since I was 15 mm -hmm. and whenever I was like living at home or like my parents were helping with like rent at school, I would just like squirrel away the money in my savings account. S Squirrel? squirrel oh, it like away. a little nut in your little tree. Right. Um, I like squirrel <laughs> it away in my savings account and like never touch it. But like I was talking to my mom recently about like I was explaining to her that I'm like, well, I can't like pull money out of my savings account. Like I just can't. She's like, why? And like, what if I need that for like a rainy day? Like what if it never rains? I need it. Um, and she's like, well, sounds like you need it now. Like. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, obviously, but that's kind of right. Like, Very I rational it's discussion. it's hard for me to like, yeah, to be no. like, this is just a period of my life in which like I'm actually not like saving. I'm an aggressive saver, like you are. We've talked about this. Yeah. We like to hoard our. I'm money. not saving right now. That I really and it's making me like, I don't so think sweaty. I've, at least not in a way that I'm proud of. Have been haven't been saving for a while. There was a time like during pandemic when we were collecting unemployment for whatever reason or who's like, we <laughs> just kidding my bad that's actually so some I, of us got laid no, off no i actually wasn't because like <laughs> they took it off off of like like i was a dependent i think like oh, in 2019 yeah 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 so because you were baby but then it was like the, the i had a salary that got taken away not a salary <laughs> not a salary <laughs> so i was i was using unemployment to live but yeah it was i mean it was money that I think a lot of people spent, but for yeah. me, I was like, I'm going to need this to survive Smart. at some point. So I was, I was saving it away. Um, and then as that ended and, and, you know, reality set in, you have to use that shit. Mm. And I was like, Oh no. Mm -hmm. Oh no. But it's like the, the, the guilt of like using money. Dipping that in your savings. It's like, Oh, I'm a failure. Totally. I used to have like a runway. Like let's say every month I spend $3,000 on bills. Mm -hmm. So my runway is at least $3,000 extra in my savings mm. account. Anything above that is is money that I can choose to do whatever I want with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like my base number was that runway, whatever that number actually was. Um, I've been trying to get back to that mm -hmm. for a minute. Mm -hmm. Do you remember your first big adult purchase? Ooh. Maybe you didn't have to save for it, but just like the first big one. I don't know. I I feel like... Or an item that felt like this is a responsible thing to buy. I don't know. I feel like just like in the past year, um, like I live by myself mm -hmm. now and slowly I've like taken over things that my parents used to help me with. Mm -hmm. And that has been like a somewhat painful process sometimes. But I, this is so like woo woo, but I was at Equinox yesterday <laughs> and I was like, I'm here because I work for it and I pay for it. Mm -hmm. The clothes I'm wearing, I paid for. Like Shoes on my feet, I bought it. Like, actually, they're not. My shoes are, like, <laughs> six years old and my mommy bought them for me. But um, <laughs> they do have holes in them. So that's another adult purchase I need to make. Yeah. But, like, my apartment, like, I pay for it. All the furniture is mine. Like, mm -hmm. it. That feels that feels very adult to me. I bought, I don't remember which came first. Oh, I do. It was a pot and pan set. Oh, yeah. And then shortly after that, a vacuum cleaner. Oh, vacuum cleaner. Both of those yeah. are like, this is money I could have spent on like uh -huh. drinks or like yeah, yeah, traveling. Yeah. And I didn't. And I spent it on that. Yeah. Also, like decorating my room for real for the first uh -huh. time. Buying paint for a wall. Buying paint. It's like, what the fuck am I doing in Home Depot right now? Oh, I love. I love Home Depot. Home Depot. I love Home Depot. A thing that was very like adult that I did was... I, when I graduated mm -hmm. and I got my degrees, I went to get them like framed. Properly framed? Yeah. Mine's sitting in a, in a box in storage right now. Slide. Cause what do I need it for? I'm not using it. <laughs> Me with my acting degree on my wall. 
Um, the frames look great, though. Yeah. Mine is a $20 frame from Marshall's. <laughs> I don't see the difference. I bought my car. I'm still paying yeah. it off. Yeah, but that that's was really like great. A, that was like, what What am I doing? You want me, my name on that dotted line? But it, you want me? But it feels good. <laughs> I did bring my mom with me to buy. <laughs> I was like, mom. I technically own my car now. Which is, um, you paid it off? I mean, well, <laughs> my parents bought it. <laughs> Why are you getting so shy? I am shy. Walk in your truth. Yeah, my parents, like, okay, well, first of all, my grand, okay, so this is the saga of my car. So my grandfather had a car that he owned and wasn't using, so he gave it to me when I was 16. Mm -hmm. And then my brother crashed it into a tree. Damn. And it got totaled. When your brother survived and is okay. We were both fine. Okay. Were you in the car? Yes. <gasps> no, it's Scary. actually so dramatic. Um, Ethan's never going to listen to this podcast, but I'm going to call him out. <laughs> it was literally his 16th birthday. He had gotten his car, like his license like that day. That is awful. But I was like, Ethan, like, because I usually would drive us both to school. And I was like, Ethan, drive us home from school today because you just got your license. He's, he's like, younger okay. than you, right? Yeah, okay, he's okay. two years younger. And it, his birthday's in January. And we live on this kind of like, it's not like a back road, but it's like a road that's like not super well paved. It's like in the woods, like in when it gets icy, it's not like, you know, super like paved. It's not like super, you know, smooth, smooth all the time. Yeah. And he was going a little too fast, hit a patch of ice, spun out. Oh, that's and so then scary. My driver's like the passenger side that I was sitting in, like hit a tree and then the glass like all <gasps> shattered and you like, were on my totally lap. Fine? We were fine. Okay. Um, but I was like, God damn it. This was your car? My car, yeah. Is it the car that you drive now? Uh-uh. Okay. And then my dad was like, well, I'll just buy a new door for the car. Okay. So he bought a new like, door, put that. it on, it did not close properly. Okay. <laughs> like on the highway, you would like rattle, oh, you no. feel the air and it'd be like, okay. And then I went to my freshman year of college and when I came back for spring break, they had they had sold the car, they had junked it, and mm -hmm. they're like, okay, so we'll get you a new car because Ethan crashed your old one. Mm -hmm. So they got me uh, uh, another car, which they bought, but then like they signed it to me, so I have it now, but I am responsible for it now. So true. And it is almost 10 years old. There have been some problems with it, <laughs> been some issues. Lord knows, Lord knows, but it's it's... There was the decision of when it started on fire, like, <laughs> is it actually is it worth, worth it to fix it or to just, right. yeah. And it narrowly it worked was out worth to, it. Because yeah. I saw it's 90,000 miles, like she's getting up there in age, yeah. but she's mine, so <laughs> we're going to take care of her. My first car, I, it was a gift. It was a gift to my family. Okay. So my grandparents came into like there was some mix up at my grandpa's a veteran and they mm -hmm. were like not paying him something for like oh. years whoa and like so he got like a hundred thousand dollars in back pay damn it was nuts it was like so much money that's the least the government can do for his veterans well i know they were like really mistreating him for a long time Jesus. um and they so the car he was driving was this old Ford Ranger. It's just beat up. And so he gifted it to my parents and I was driving to back to and from school. Mm -hmm. Fresno's pretty big. Mm. It took me at least 20 minutes to get to school every day. And so rather than my parents driving me there or yeah. like me taking multiple buses to get to school, they're like, you should probably take this car. Um, when I moved to college, I was living on campus. My grandma needed a car, separate grandma, to drive through the snow to get to work. The snow. So I was like, take the truck, please. But then I bought this $600 salvaged beater wow. from a friend my second year. Once again, because I needed a car to get to work. Mm -hmm. And that was the first, like, I don't think I had to save up as much. Like I had a, um, I had student loans and like mm -hmm. a, a little bit of a savings account. So $600 wasn't killing me. Mm -hmm. But when I got this, the car that I drive now, which is on its, it, it's struggling right now. But like, that's a, that's a lot of money. Yeah. What's like the next, do you have like an idea of what you want future? your next purchase to be? I need to replace my laptop. Mm. That's the same laptop I bought when I went into college. Yeah. Um, and there, there have been some jobs that I've applied to where it's like, you need to bring your own workstation. I'm like, uh. it will work, but <laughs> like this key doesn't work and it oh has to God, be plugged yeah. into the wall. And yeah. Um, I know I need to fix like my air conditioning in my car. Mm -hmm. 
I think I just need to maintain some shit. Yeah. And then I would love to live alone again. Totally. And I worked it out like to stay in LA alone in like a one bedroom apartment. It's anywhere from 1500 to, I don't know, $1,800. Yeah. Which is really gross. No, yeah. Like it's, I, I was thinking about that too because my little studio is like great and fine, like just for me, but it's like. Like imagine one extra know. room attached to one it. One extra room would be pretty lit. Do you know what I mean? If I could have like a bigger couch or like a dining Maybe room a, table. A balcony or a patio, something like that. Would be so nice. Yeah. So yeah, I think like maybe another another year I So I worked out like what I would need to earn in a year to feel comfortable. Because they say like you need to earn, it's like a third of your oh, income yeah. in a year. I don't want to live like that. Because uh-huh. I'd love to live, you know, underneath yeah what's the word beneath my means mm-hmm. so i think like a fourth of my income like so what does that come out to um so i was working that out one uh, a day not too long ago but um i feel like it's something that maybe is in the near future that mm-hmm. for sure i i would look forward to i love living alone oh, i like my sense. roommate i do she's she's a lot of fun but i think um it's just interesting living with someone and like the mm-hmm. the dynamics and how they change and and um, I know this like about myself. I want to come home and not talk to anybody. It is very nice. Like if yeah. I feel very overstimulated during the day or yeah. a very busy day, like I can just. It's nice to have that myself. choice, yeah. And it's not for everybody. It is, yeah. And I feel like I still think like if I found the right like a roommate relationship or like mm-hmm. maybe future partnership or whatever, like it would be so nice to come home to somebody and you know have someone to hang out with all yeah. the time or like talk to, but. I do like alone time and I like kind of not having to answer to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a super, super busy week and I don't have time to like clean, like that's fine. Nobody's going to get mad at me. I you want, know? This is funny. The idea of living with a partner mm-hmm. and having to like, I watch some stupid shit on YouTube and oh, yeah. like, I don't want them to see that. It's nothing like actually weird. Yeah. But like, it's like I want my brain to be off and to watch whatever's on my screen, yeah. not to like collaborate. Not to collaborate. That's so stupid. Maybe um, you could you could work it out. Like I need some alone time. Me asking for space and communicating my needs. It sounds weird. Uh, finding a dentist for the first time. The dentist. The dentist. Uh, the dentist. The, the dentist will actually like. They love to to leech money from me. Okay, <laughs> so my dead. dentist. Oh, you're mad. The gag of it all. Your little baby teeth. I remember this story. So, okay. I did not go to the dentist for like two years during COVID because I just didn't go. Yeah. And I had like my dentist in Wisconsin. Then I would go on like breaks from school. But then I graduated. And then I was like, bitch, I'm not going to the fucking dentist. I don't want to get COVID. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> and then I was finally like, okay, adult time. I need to find a fucking dentist. Find a dentist that's like close to me in West Hollywood. I go to the fucking dentist. He walks in. I'm like, you were on The Bachelorette. Uh-oh. Yeah. So my little baby wisdom teeth mm-hmm. that are half the size of normal teeth. He was like, <laughs> you should really get them removed. Why is he talking so sassily? Sassily? He was being kind of sassy to me. He's like, I think, you know, like you're like, you should really think about getting them removed. And I'm like, why? Why? Are they, <laughs> are they coming out? Are they moving? Are they damaging my teeth? And he's like, well, not right now, but they could. And I'm like, okay. So we'll wait till they do. And he's like, well, you should really get them done like when you're younger so you can heal faster. And I'm like, bitch, like I'm still young. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm not, I'm not getting a, so confrontational. With I'm this not dent- getting an invasive and expensive surgery. Painful. Yeah. Unless I desperately need to. Cause okay. I got my bottom two out cause they were causing problems, mm-hmm. but they didn't take out my little half mouth malformed alien baby teeth. <laughs> Did you take a picture of the x-ray? I, I don't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing. All the techs were laughing at me. I want to see like your the tech like called teeth. like called in other texts to be like, look at this. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Um but I'm like, I'm literally not like getting a surgery. Like for fun. Mm-hmm. No. And I had an orthodontist do that to me once too. Because I had braces forever and like headgear and fucking spacers, like all this shit. And then he was Tragic. like, okay, so this is as good as we can get, but if you do want it to be better, like we need jaw surgery. And like, I am okay with my teeth being not perfect. Your teeth are great. 
they're they are great for uh-huh. my purposes. If I was a tooth model, <laughs> things would be different. But like, they are perfectly fine for my purposes. So I don't want to get jaw surgery. No spooky jaw surgery. No, but they they want to fucking make you go undergo all these fucking procedures to like steal money out of you. Being a dentist is the biggest scam. It's a it's a scam. Your teeth are literally meant to rot. Um, Who said that? <laughs> meant to rot. People used to die of that shit. Yeah, people do be dying. <laughs> they really do. Dentists just scare me. I've never left feeling good from a dentist. Uh-huh. But they do. They tried to suck money out of me. Do you know what I do like? The eye doctor. Why are we talking about doctors? <laughs> I don't know. I do like an eye doctor. Um. Yeah. I always feel great. I always come out looking great. It's wonderful. One time they were like, wow, you, this is weird. And he called in someone else. He's like, it looks like your prescription got better. I said, okay. Oh my purr. God. My eyes are they're significantly worse now, but my eyes Your are eyes like, healed themselves. Said, and we are healed. I got LASIK surgery. I'm just doing. You all- did? I did. Oh. You had headgear and glasses? Oh yeah. Girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pick a struggle. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I told Taylor in the car yesterday, because we went and watched that movie together. I was like, I've gotten a lot of feedback lately that I'm kind of a bully. I'm like Veen. Um, and I was like asking my friends and all of them were like, no, you just you just play a lot. And Taylor's like, you do play a lot. Yeah, you do. So I've decided that I'm going to try to be nicer from here on out. Okay, so start right now. Do you want to revise the statement you just said to no. me? No. It was funny. <laughs> if you got bullied in high school. <laughs> um... But yeah, I used to have a really bad vision and had contacts and glasses. Then when I was 21, I was like, mommy, daddy. My, mo- my mom had gotten LASIK and she like loved it. So I got LASIK because my, my prescription finally stabilized. It was fucking lit. Do you believe in or see benefits in retail therapy? I actually do. Okay. I do. I um have okay honesty around the pod. I like gained some weight. <laughs> okay. Um, but I've also been you know I'm I, I'm going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm working on my fitness, and I was like, you know what? Like instead of wearing like schlubby like schlubby. t-shirts from college that I've had forever, and like um you know like leggings that I've had since 2016, like I'm gonna buy myself some like nice workout clothes. It's crazy how much better I feel. Oh, well. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. And I genuinely, like, do feel, like, a bit, even if I, like... Is it the way, is it because it feels new, or is it because you you made, like, a nice investment into the thing that you're doing? Is it, like, the act of buying it or the, the product itself? I, like, or just, like, just feeling, like, a bit more, like, my appearance is put together, like, makes me feel more confident. Okay. And even if I, like wear like an outfit to work instead of like a t-shirt and like jeans Mm -hmm. i feel a bit more put together together, yeah but it's it's hard for me to like justify carving that time out for myself but i do enjoy it or like buying a new shirt like does make me feel like good sometimes i i love the the times i used to like maybe like once a month give myself a like a, a shopping budget. Mm-hmm. I still do, but it, it it's usually like necessities like body wash and cat mm-hmm. food. <laughs> Those two things only. Um, but like when you could go in and buy like basics, like I need new underwear, like yeah. I need to replace some socks or like my wife, white, what do you call them? Wife feeder. What's the, the new term they use? Wife pleaser. Wife pleasers. Internet is so. Oh my God. There's this girl I follow on TikTok. Side note. She is on a quest. She's like, I'm going to find the perfect white wife pleaser that makes me look as gay as possible with being like, being like completely opaque. And like she has all these like qualifications for it. Did she it. find it? She's still on a journey. But okay. she, it, it's so funny because she she's starting to get frustrated <laughs> because people would be like, you should try this one in, in the comments. She's like, I already tried that one. It's not opaque enough. Like <laughs> she's starting to get like stressed about Why it. Why not just double them up? I don't or wear know. some nipple pasties or have your nipples out. Who cares? She's on a journey. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Praying for her. <laughs> no, just uh, buying basics like that. Buying new shoes. I feel like 
it it does make me feel more put together. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like that is just to to say that I feel put together. Oh, you don't actually feel it. It it feels good in a way that therapy might feel good, but it doesn't last very long. Uh huh. It's like it's it's more ephemeral than is that I used to use the word right? I think it's yeah. I'm gonna say it with confidence. It's more ephemeral than mm-hmm. than actually confronting my problems <laughs> i feel like though sometimes what can actually help is like a like a tool or a gadget that makes your life like slightly easier well, i'm a big proponent for investing in things that will make you do what you do better yeah so whether it's let's say you're an artist and you buy some art supplies or like mm-hmm. you you are someone that thrives on good sleep so you buy good pillows like yeah investing in yourself like that i'm a big proponent of because that improves your state of life yeah I'm talking about buying a shirt that I don't really need because uh-huh. it's pretty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think if you do get like a, if even if like, like shopping can be fun, if you have that like extra, like if you have the extra, yeah. budgeted, like why not? Yeah. So what we're saying is <laughs> put your money, all your money in savings and don't touch it. But, um, have like enough, like just spend it on fun stuff. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is and take me on a date <laughs> and buy a new laptop, buy, buy a laptop. Should I start? Yeah, should I start going on dates that are like, like I'm like, you have to take me to dinner, I'm, free meal. I'm starting to go on dates again, and I'm, I'm scared that that's like the expectation. Because speaking of eras, we are in our slim bank account era, and like, I'd like to show you a good time, but I don't want to pay for you every time. Am I a bad guy? Don't answer that. We I, can talk about this offline. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I see. Everybody has like a different, like idea about it and it's very like difficult to find common ground or to find like a this is how you should behave right i mean i'm not we're not going to like just we're not going to sit down dinner we're not just going to go sit at some bar we're going somewhere where we can do something mm-hmm. but i don't want the expectation every single time yeah to be like because that adds up well i think it's also like who's the date like i've had really fun dates that are like a picnic in the park absolutely which is preferable where we're like doing something a little more but then like another person might be like like another girl specifically might be like oh my god he wants to take me on a picnic like that's so low effort like that's low effort yeah but to me it's like have I you don't... seen my picnics before that's low I effort ha- okay but that's that's what i say like girls who are like he's taking me to coffee instead of dinner like wow he's he's not into me like there are all these like expectations around money that but really, i i genuinely like can't engage could that really annoys me and it makes me not want to date that person that just goes to show you because they're looking for something right very specific and very different that's a shame so i'm a pretty good guy even if it's just a picnic <laughs> anyway let's uh wrap this up how you'll find someone who loves you even even if i'm broke even if you're even if you're broke well maybe they'll take me to their yeah Equinox. when when the, when the check comes just sit there that's what I do. Rosalia plays in the background. <laughs> you stare at each other. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to talk about? In um, your adult era? No, I'm going to go. Hashtag make a adulting. <laughs> I'm going to go open a new savings account, a Roth IRA. I have a Roth IRA. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> Don't have a 401k though. <laughs> I never will. Likely. <laughs> I'm hoping to die before 60, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Retirement? Uh, um, um, okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, 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 yes. New yes, episodes yes. every Tuesday. Yeah. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere where you find podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also leave us a five star rating and review. We've got a website, uh-huh. nofuckspod at the www.nofuckspod.com. <laughs> the Australian accent confused me. We have a, t- we have a TikTok uh-huh. at nofuckspod. Uh-huh. Um, and we have an Instagram at nofuckspod. That's N-O-F-U-Q-S-P-O-D. We have an email address, nofuckspod at gmail.com. You can send us all of your questions, your mm-hmm. queries, your concerns. Oh, and at the end of the season, uh-huh. we want to do, and we answer your questions. We want to do an advice episode. Yeah, if you need some advice on something, send us some uh-huh. some backstory. And it can be anonymous if you want it to be. can be anonymous. Feel free to redact any yes. names. But if you have a, a pressing issue in your life, could be a relationship issue, could be a friendship issue, could be like a this is like a moral dilemma I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. be an existential question. We would love to give you advice. Yeah. Because 
as you know, we are so stable and have our lives together so much. Like we just want to give back. <laughs> Two qualified girlies. Um, Two qualified girlies. So yeah, you can either send us a DM on socials or send mm-hmm. us an email address. We will look at both. But that's look 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 forward to that. Yeah. Oh my, ew! Happy. <laughs> my orientation seven. leader <laughs> jumped out. <laughs> Um, I don't think I have any follow-up questions. I don't think I have any follow-up questions either. Bye. Bye.